This is season two, episode 161 of Another Fill in the Blank Day. My name is Carolee Lawson. I've been wearing this ring for, I don't know, a couple, maybe a week, two. And I end up moving it back and forth between my middle finger and my index finger all day long. Like, as it'll get, like, uncomfortably tight on one finger, and I'll just move it over to the other one because the middle one is skinnier than the index finger. And I, I don't know if this is a thing that other people have to do, but and I don't know if, if my fingers are really just, like, changing weight throughout the day, but this is a quandary that I'm having many times a day right now because what? I didn't sign up for this. It's a full-time job to switch that ring back and forth. Not a full-time job, but it does occupy some of my thoughts. Um, so if you do that too, let me know. I'm not in it alone. It's really, it's really, I mean, convenient that I have more than one finger for a lot of reasons. Obviously, we we like we like having hands and fingers. I think it, it's just good. It's good. Um, but. I feel like I should be able to wear it on one. Or there's, like, the fact that when you wear a ring on a finger for a while, like, that part of your finger gets skinnier because of the ring. That's also a thing I've experienced. So I thought maybe I would just grow accustomed, but I I just, like, get to the point where my finger just feels like it's suffocating, and then I just whoop to the other finger, and then, oh, wait, it's sliding off. It's slipping. I'm doing something, and it's like, see you later. And I'm like, oh, you got to go on the fatter finger. So, you're welcome for these tales. Um, what The other thing that was on my mind, I had two things that I was going to talk about. The ring thing wasn't even one of them. And I, I really can't remember what one of them was, so I'm just going to have to go with the other one and save my last few brain cells for later. Um, was kind of similar to... The, pod, the recent podcast about closure and not waiting to get closure or the apology or whatever it is to keep moving forward or to um, kind of pull into your life the things that you desire and the things that you love and the things that you want. Um, but this is more specifically if there is one, if there like, Think of the person or maybe there's a couple people who you want their permission, their approval. Um, and we're talking like whether that's parents, um, a, a pastor or a religious leader or whether that's like uh, I think we seek out mentors sometimes. Like we work with therapists, we work with coaches, we, we have teachers, we have um like mentors of all different kinds shape like even the our employer our our manager our superior of some some kind and we can put ourselves in positions where we think if if we just get this one more thing this one more then we will be able to be the person we want to be. And I find this in myself because like even degree, like if I, if I get this one more certification, this one more degree, this one more 
um, if I, if I work with this person, if I find the right, um, coach, they'll be able to like bring forth from me whatever it is that I am hoping to feel in my life. And there can be some really, really great things about be having like parts of yourself reflected back by a mentor, by a teacher, by a whoever it is. Um, but they will never be able to prove to you or like make you step up in the ways that you want to step up. Like at the end end of the day, that is your choice alone. So going back to like if there is a person in your life that if they would just approve of you, if they would just like like what that would feel like and then in your in your imagination or your mind or your system or whatever imagining that they will never give that to you considering considering that you will never ever get this person or this group of people or whoever whatever they will never give you the permission and the approval that you want they will not ever give it to you. And does that mean that you can't live the life that you know you want? And so it's disappointing. It's disheartening, sad, frustrating. And it gives you the power. Because you have the choice, regardless of what anybody else around you is doing or saying, or the ways that they're judging you, or the ways that they are scolding you or looking down on you, in the ways that they are not choosing you or appreciating or respecting you, all of that not not in your control. What is in your control is how you keep moving the next step you take, the choice of what all of that means. Does all of that mean all of that, that person not approving you? Does that mean that you're a terrible person? Does that mean that you are not doing your life right? Is If that's what you're making it mean, if you're making it mean that you, fine, you can't have what you want, then you get to acknowledge that that's the choice you're making. You're making the choice to stay small to stay whatever version of you that they want you to be and for better or worse it's it's you driving driving that car driving manning that ship you are the captain you have the control of you and it can be really tricky to separate your idea of who you are from everyone else's idea of who you are. 
and it's not going to feel the same every single day, every single season, every single year. It gets to change, it gets to morph, and you get to call yourself out when you're slipping. When you're like, oh, dude, I totally face-planted into someone else's version of what my life should be like. And it felt good for a few minutes there. I liked how it felt to be looked at like I was with that appreciation and that approval and that permission. But I know that this was a no for me. This was a yes for me. This was a no for me. This was a yes for me. Be your compass. Be your captain.